So I heard a rumor, Yasmin. Oh God. That. So you've just been in the hospital with COVID. Um, Where did you hear I that? I heard. Well, I knew that. You told okay. us. Yeah. But sent I heard you sent some nudes from your no. hospital bed. <laughs> Sexy COVID. From, like, when who's do you writing give it a about rest? me on the back of bathroom doors? Um, what point do you stop taking pictures? Never. Of your naked body. Got... You breathe at that point. You're like, oh, tits look sexy. No, snap, right. Snap. So firstly, I was in the hospital bed taking selfies and making TikToks because I thought it was <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. Because I had really intense and like kind of life-threatening symptoms. Um, so they took me into the COVID ward and I got changed into shorts and a tank top and I was like damn my body is swollen my tits look fat you know so wow. I went to the toilet <laughs> before you got treated so this is just on admission you're looking at your tits no, taking pictures no. you so fainted like before an ambulance <laughs> came for you and then you literally went into the toilet to take a picture of your tits because they were swollen no because my body was like my body had reached 40 degrees I was very hot I was really dehydrated but my boobs had swollen like they were fat you know and my ass was fat too so i took a picture in the toilet and sent it to my boyfriend and his response was get help immediately it's time for on wednesdays we wear black with me sophie k alex holcomb and yasmin come on give me something because last episode I went, I did the big wrestling intro and you both just sat there silently. Was it that bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last episode, you guys gave me hell. Um, so, we are... It's on Wednesdays, are... we wear black. Yay. 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 Happy to be uh, here. So, we are... Um, it's now a couple of weeks after Download Festival. Three weeks, maybe two weeks. Um, but... As you probably saw on our social media, Yasmin was in hospital. You've not been well. And so that's why we've not really recorded an episode since download. So now you get all of our goodies from download. Um, So we're going to be doing an advice episode today. But Mm -hmm. first, I thought we'd just have a little bit of a chat about Yasmin, what you went through, what it was like getting COVID. And then (laughs) also what it was like for us at Download Festival. I love the duality of that. I'll talk about dying and then you're like, yes, I got a pint and I saw this band member and I was like, okay. Yeah, I was in bed at that moment, throwing up. <laughs> so you had a really rough time. Um, I did. But you got a lot of love, right, from our listeners. I did. I was um, was hospitalised. Uh, I got taken away in an ambulance against my will because I just didn't know what was going on. It was very bad. Um, like I almost died basically without exaggeration because I make jokes about that all the time but guys it was serious this time um, but as I was sat in my hospital bed I opened my phone and there was all these people who'd woken up to me being in hospital being like Yasmin get better soon people sent me the, the Metal Hammer team sent me a download plushie um, my Aww. friend Elliot bought me a, a vinyl Sam Carter the Sam Carter has sent me some stuff in the mail. Sometimes I forget you're from Birmingham. Sam Carter! (laughs) Leave me alone, please. I'm sick. Are you really going to bully me when I'm sick? Wow. Yeah, 100%. Not sick anymore, babes. I cried on the tube and that's your fault. So Why did you cry on the tube? Because you were sick. Because you thought you were going to die. What? Really? Yes. Yeah. So you were crying on the tube while I was taking pictures of my tits. Dry yeah. you're taking, in the 
40 degree pictures of your of your breasts <laughs> i'm like there there sophie and you're like oh i'm still so hot and sexy snap, snap. i know oh don't cry so you well, well, i was really scared fair. i was really fucking scared because i watched a lot of medical stuff on tv and oh you it's should scary. be scared you should have been scared i should have i probably could have died like my mom and dad were very scared so um it's i a good tried... job you're a youngin it's a good job yeah. you're a youngin yeah but i think i think what i want to the reason i wanted to talk about this because i know covid's everywhere and i know everyone's sick of hearing about it but I wanted people to hear that this is a real thing that's affecting people close to you and also the amount of people that you hear, well, I'll be fine because I'm too young to be affected anyway. <laughs> and I think it's I think it's important for people to know that it can affect you and you're not 100% now, Yasmin. You're still not going to be 100% for a very long time. You've still got a lot of healing. And so I don't want to scare anyone, but I just want to remind everybody, COVID is real. Wear a mask, use your hand sanitizer, wash your hands, do all the shit, get your vaccine, do what you're told. I got it from a bus. I got it from a bus because I didn't wash my hands after I got off the bus because I forgot because I think I just went to get food, right? And I was hungry. Um, And I'd just seen somebody. I got off the bus and I got COVID. Um, But basically, I'll give you the very quick rundown. Um... So I had COVID before in April because my mom, April 2020, because my mom is a COVID nurse and that was before they had PPE in all hospitals. So she got it, then I got it. The first time I got it, I was very sick, same symptoms. Um, my body doesn't react well to COVID. Like I should have been hospitalized the first time, but I didn't go to hospital because the symptoms I had aren't common. It's a very extreme reaction my body has. Um, it just kind of goes into freak out mode. Like people say that I'm dramatic. Bitch, you should have seen it. Um, so I I got it from a bus. I got it on Sunday. Um, I had a middle ear infection at the time, so it took my immune system down. And obviously being exposed to COVID for a second time, even if you're exposed a second time, you can still get sick because if you're already sick, it will make you sicker. Um, and I tested negative Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday, I got a tattoo. That took my immune system down further. Probably shouldn't have got a tattoo, but listen, I regret nothing. My shin looks banging. Might have died from it, but YOLO. Um, anyway, I was still testing negative. I didn't this go is so much for my brain right now. I it's like nearly died, so sexy, so much information. And I'm like, what? I should say, I got a tattoo. I was negative, and the symptoms I had were just, I felt really like my head hurt I didn't I didn't have a cough I didn't have a cold I didn't have any COVID symptoms at the time but I think getting a tattoo made all the symptoms come on at once whereas I may have had it beforehand but not known my tattoo artist has tested negative everybody tested negative everybody I saw has tested negative so I don't think it was active in my body because COVID has like a five-day incubation period anyway came home Tuesday night felt really sick went to bed woke up in the morning i had 40 degree temperature i started throwing up um i threw up all over my bed and all over myself i choked on the vomit and i had to like someone had to do heimlich maneuver on me because i was choking um i tried to have a shower got in there for five minutes my mum had to assist me into the shower do you know how weird that is having your mother scrub you like you're a child um and then i threw up in the shower went to bed um I tried a bunch of different medications didn't help and then by around 12 o'clock midnight um I had thrown up all the fluids in my body for the past three days um I started hallucinating I couldn't see because I was so dehydrated my body was just literally giving up on me I couldn't stand up I couldn't talk um my mum had to feed me and give me water through a tube like through a, a straw because I couldn't move um because my body was just giving up on me and then they called an ambulance for me the ambulance people came 
Um, and they just said, they didn't know. They didn't know it was wrong with me because I have such extreme symptoms. They're like, this isn't COVID. You're not coughing. Because I didn't, there was nothing wrong with my lungs. My lungs are fine. <laughs> they, they went to the hospital. So weird. And the doctors were like, your lungs are fine, Yasmin. Your heart's fine. You're, you're just throwing up a lot. I was like, yeah, I don't know, babe. You tell me. Um, I went to the hospital, went into A&E, um, threw up on myself in A&E. Uh, I couldn't sit up in A&E. The nurses had to help me up. And then they tested me, tested positive for COVID and they took me into the COVID ward and I started throwing up on on myself. Um, They had to put a cannula in me. When they did the cannula, which is the thing that they put in your arm to put fluids in your body, the nurse tried it in my arm first and said that I'm so dehydrated she couldn't see my my veins. That's how bad it was. I'm skinny, right? I'm a scrawny little baby. You can see my veins in my arms. She couldn't see my veins because it was that bad. So they put it in my hand and I went in the COVID ward, threw up on myself. They put fluids back in my body. I was feeling a bit Gucci gang. And then I had five different medications. But you are now better. Kind of. And kind of better. You are on the mend, should I say rather. Yeah. You're not in hospital anymore. Nope. Yasmin is back with us and yep. we are bringing you up-to-date episodes yes that was your weekend um yep. pretty much <laughs> you guys Our can weekend. talk about your weekend now just sit back and cry so we're going to talk about download festival because if you don't know what download festival is or if you're from outside of the uk um download festival is the second biggest uk single site festival second only to glastonbury um so the fact a heavy metal and rock festival is second is massive um and this festival hasn't been able to go ahead but what they did is in association with the government, they held a, a limited size. So it was 10,000 people, three-day event um, with camping. The only people allowed off-site were the people who were working, such as media partners, such as ourselves. So we stayed in a hotel. Um, and if you want to watch a video diary of it, you can go and watch that on YouTube right now. Um, but download. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, incredible. It felt so normal. Everything felt so normal. And it was like this weird bubble and you just forgot that it was just like this weird government event. It just felt like you were at a festival. And I don't know whether it's because you've not seen anyone in so long. It felt full. It felt to me, it felt so full. And it was what, 10,000 people and the max was like 210,000 or something. And like, that's crazy. I think it's because they closed the site. So basically, you know, like when you go see a band who hasn't sold out an arena, they put a curtain up yeah. to make it look half the size. I think they did the same thing at Download. And it was it was headlined um, by artists that we love, such as um, Enter Shikari, uh, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, and Bullet for My Valentine. Um, so we had a great time. We worked super hard to get interviews for you mm-hmm. and to film content. So we actually didn't get to see many bands at all. Um, it rained. It was very, very wet, oh, yeah. um, but still wonderful at the same time. And I will say that a lot of people are like, how can you go to a festival? How could you do that? But I felt safer at the festival than I do in a shop or in a restaurant. 100%. Because you could... I got COVID so... and I didn't even fucking go. <laughs> yeah. It was so easy to social distance because I already yeah. don't like standing too close to people. You could social distance and you were outdoors the whole time. So it, it felt a lot safer. Um, and it's now been enough time passed to say that we didn't catch COVID from the event. So hopefully we'll see what happens going forward. But I posted about it on um, Twitter. 
I got attacked. You got full hard, like, not cancelled, but people were coming for you, like, hard. They came for me. And do you know what? It was all, like, it was all scabby little indie bands who... (laughs) Who, like, didn't get booked to play a festival, so they were just jealous. Just angry at you for going in the first place. Yeah, and it's, it's, it was it was basically, you could see straight through it, like, just because you fuckers didn't get to play a gig, it doesn't mean you get to come for people. Um, but I can tell you, for everyone listening right now, it, it felt safe. It felt... Yeah. It felt as safe as going to the park on a, on a summer's day where it's quite busy. Yeah. Um, it felt like as safe as going to the beach... Whereas I don't feel safe going into shops and I don't feel safe in restaurants and I don't feel safe in enclosed in, in spaces um, because I'm a bit of a, a psycho, <laughs> not just because of COVID. <laughs> if I'm correct, it's like it was a controlled event. So like yeah. if anybody did get sick or did get hurt or did have any symptoms, they would have been treated immediately and taken off site. And you had the COVID app. So people who were exposed to somebody who might have had COVID and it didn't register on their lateral flow tests until like, Friday or Saturday, um, you would know and you would isolate. So, yeah, mm. um, from what I've seen on social media alone, I'm no expert because I didn't go. Um, it was a success and most people came back negative and haven't had COVID since. Yeah, so many measures to get in as well. Like you had to take like the test every day, upload it and like to get scanned every time you went in. Like there was a lot, but in a way, like we're, we're going to need that now. Like I did see a few people moaning, like we're so much stuff, like so much paperwork. And it's like, well... Do you want festivals back or not, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? So that was our weekends. But whilst we were there, we got quite a few interviews with bands. And we're going to be playing out little bits of that over the next few weeks. Because um, we're not the types to do a download festival special. We're just the types to milk the content f- until it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dry that it's just like <laughs> dust until next it's year. Like until next January download. 2022. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. We were like still talking about download <laughs> festival. Um, so basically what we did whilst we were there is we got you to send us uh, questions asking for advice as we always do. But we got your favourite bands involved as well to also give advice um (laughs) so so we're going to be discussing those things today in the show yes i'm excited because i never went so i have no idea what these these hooligans have been saying i you know while you guys were at the festival something you haven't mentioned is the amount of people who came up to you and noticed we wear black and said hi because you're famous oh my god it was it was absolutely heartwarming every single person that we met and spoke to so nice felt like family it was wonderful yes and they got the exclusive we wear black badges we had badges at the festival we We will never be selling them online so if you got one you better be lucky because we're not making any more (laughs) we did um it was very it was a very wonderful experience i think to put faces to you listening was quite magical because we just chat on a Zoom call and chat proper shite every week. <laughs> and to realise that you are out there and you are listening just means the world to us. It um, makes us so happy. It makes us so happy. So thank you for meeting us. And we put we put a few photos of you up on our uh, Instagram. On our Instagram. So if if you did chat to us, have a look on our Instagram because you could be up there. Oh my god, you're um, famous. Famous. <laughs> we met a TikTok influencer who was like, I know Yasmin. And I could see Alex and I were like, "Who?" Because Who? we don't we don't follow TikTok, <laughs> so we so, so we were like, because she was like, "Yeah, you know, 
I'm from TikTok, and, and we were like, cool. Like, Ooh. Cool. Nice cool TikToks, bro. You guys kids told are using me about these this. Days. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, so anyway, so yes, people asked for advice. And yes. So we're going to be chatting about the things you're experiencing right now. So our first one, I believe, was from Florian. Florian. And yeah, Florian. They, they wanted to know what would be the best Tinder opener if the band's on Tinder. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, you would be good at this. Me? Yasmin. I was going to say. Not, definitely not you, Alex. I was going to say, hello. I know what my Tinder opening would be because I saw somebody do it once and I was like, that's genius. What would Mine you do? Mine would be the best Indian takeaway you haven't had. What? The best <laughs> Indian takeaway. Because I'm Indian and Indian takeaway. Sophie. Would you, put it, would you do that to yourself? But you're yeah. to them to take you away and then not have you because with takeaways, you just have them and then you Yeah, and that's what I mean. You haven't tried me yet. Try a bit of the spice and everything so, nice. Wow, I think you're going to confuse people on Tinder. You... Fine, I'll just put uh, ass fat. Brown me, fat. I'm sexy. Yes, sexy and suicidal. There we go. Wow, anyone that goes after you describing yourself as sexy and suicidal, you are going to have not the best people. Either that or I'd put in my bio, um, I'd, uh, I don't know, I've been passed around more like a box of quality streets at Christmas. <laughs> or I don't know. Wow, really how yeah. is that enticing? Wow. Maybe know. it's a Gen Z Maybe thing. I just don't get it. You, what, what was yours? What would be yours, Alex? Mine is, I think I've actually got to that point now where I'm just like... we're talking bios now, right? Not intros. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. come say hi at this point. Just please talk yeah. to me because it's going really me. bad. So if you could just come say hi, that would be great. Thanks. Mine was really aggressive. And so I think that's why I always got like alpha male. I was like, why do I always attract alpha male personal trainers that think I'm a challenge? And I realised it's because my bio is really aggressive. Because I, I think I put... Um, I'm not a Pokemon, so if you match with me come say hi oh like because you know pokemon's like collect them all yeah like so i'm just, not just yeah. someone you should just collect you should need to come and talk to me um and yeah so that was a thing that was a thing but wow. we okay so when we were at download festival we asked some of the bands what they would put on their tinder and let's see if we agree with them Let's start with Will from Creeper, who is an absolute sweetheart. Oh Such God. a babe. <laughs> Lauren wanted to ask a few bands, if you were on Tinder, what would your opening line be? How would you slide into the DMs? Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, I don't know how I would do that. I, I, I've... Uh, been very fortunate I've not had to do that yet but, I, but a lot of my friends are on Tinder right uh, I don't know what I would do but but there's a line from Jonathan Creek that the uh, that the magician um, Jonathan Creek well this is a <laughs> what the hell so you know Jonathan Creek so he's a he's a a magician who solves mysteries, okay? Right. And he works for a magician and writes all the things in the background. But I've always thought the coolest line from that is he goes, oh, it's sex and sorcery and magic and mystery. And that's always been my brand. Sex and sorcery, magic and mystery. So I would probably say, hi, I'm William Gould. Sex and sorcery, magic and mystery. You know what what, what is I'd your be, name? I'd be so. so sweet. I love him so, so lovely. Much. So but lovely. I'm not even going to lie. I would be well into that. So into it. 
sex, sex and sorcery. Sorcery and something and mystery. And mystery. And uh, I'd be in. Like, I yeah. love it when someone sends me a message that's like, you know when someone's really what I call East London? And I guess that's maybe Brunswick in... New York, maybe that is that the equivalent? I don't even know where Brunswick is actually. Um, but like, you know those places where it's really hipster, and you get those people yeah. who are just a little bit gangly and a little bit weird. I love those people. Just <laughs> eccentric, so entertaining. Have you just Will from a creeper, gangly no, and weird. No. <laughs> I think I he would accept weirdo. that though. I think I he would accept that though. I didn't mean gangly freak. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't mean Will. I meant because um, I'm not looking at Will in that way, obviously. So I'm just saying that on Tinder, when somebody a bit eccentric. Yeah, would you be yeah. sort of by that? It's personality for me because I find yeah. that so interesting. I'm like, I'd meet you for a drink, so I want to hear your stories. Are you a magician? Yeah, I bet you can blow my mind. Oh, and um, that way you're not going to get someone who's really dull and boring. Because my worst thing that I hate, I don't like chat up lines on um, Tinder. I like a, um, I like it if somebody says, I, I don't like it when someone goes hi. Okay, fucking hell. What do you want them to do? Write you a poem. Hello, my dearest Sophie. No, but it's I bequeath you today, my beautiful... <laughs> no, no. Well, slide no, into no, thy DMs. No. no, you are wrong. Slideth into my <laughs> message. Wrong. If you're sending a first message and all you could fucking put was, hi. You can't even put like, oh, hi there, Sophie. Um, read your bio. So glad we matched. Have or... you sent a first message, Soph? Yes, all the time. Have you? What would your first message be? I'd, normally I'd look through their photos or look through their bio and find something that I find interesting and go, oh my gosh, where did you have that holiday pic? It looks like the perfect beach. Something oh, like good. that. That's good. That's and clever. So it's like a conversation starter. Because like, yeah. that's how I would approach someone in real life. I wouldn't just go up to someone and go, hi. Because <laughs> then you're Doc. a creep. Yeah. I can't relate because now I'm going to have to message you, Sophie, and go, nice tits, want to bang. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would cool never rack, respond bro. to you. I would never respond to you on uh, Tinder. Okay, so we've got some other people talking about Tinder as well. Um, let's see what Rao from Enter Shikari said. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> Cheesy. Someone's asked for this oh. because somebody... Who was it that... Florin. Florin I mean, I spent this. a little bit of time on Tinder and hated it and left quite quickly. But uh... Happy, did you not get inundated by people going, well, oh, my God? I made no reference to Enna Shikari yeah. and picked only photos that just showed me as a person that likes books and gardening and, <laughs> and shit like that. Was that your opening line? I like books and gardening. Um, I think that was somewhere in there. I think, what was my opening line? Oh, it's like, um, uh, I'm looking for someone to help me change the bed sheets because it's fucking arduous doing it by myself. Oh, I like oh. it. So, so you did like, the humour. A little bit cute, a little yeah. bit silly. Yeah. Little You're bit. showing that you can be committed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but also a bit sexy because yeah. talk about the bed yes, there's so not, much to unpack you know, I mean it didn't get me very very much uh, really? swipage so, no. but do you not find that as an alternative person anyway or someone a bit quirky and different it's, it's kind of just, hard yeah dating out there is, is there now like a dating app for people who are different I don't know I don't, know. I don't think we could go on it though because it would be like <laughs> there is one there is a dating there? app it's called Turn Up yeah and it's for alternative people it's the yeah, most right. terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life but wouldn't it be feel it's weird so you going cool. on there? Like, yeah. does everyone yeah, yeah, know yeah. you? I've got a girlfriend now. I'm fine. But yeah, I, do you know what? I just said I've got a boyfriend now as well, so I also couldn't be on there. But <laughs> I'll be the guinea pig then. Brilliant, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Wow. Fucking what wow. an adorable 
adorable books and guy. gardening what a man oh. books and gardening how rock and roll has changed <laughs> i love that though imagine you go on tinder and you just see this guy he's just a bit quirky and different and then you're like wait you're the famous singer from that band and here you are drinking tea in a cafe gardening i'd go catfish i'd go catfish yeah, swipe instantly, delete. instantly catfish you i wouldn't believe it to be honest because it'd be it's awkward as well if someone if you're on um a dating website and someone recognizes you i had this a lot i had this People yesterday stalk- i had this yesterday i'm not into it i'm like no 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 you've just put me off you now no it's gross they messaged me on instagram as well saying are you are are you on this app is this your profile wow like, yeah i've had that not yeah. that i do it anymore but then yeah it yeah. almost makes me feel a bit sad you're like yes i am single and yes alone. i thank am you. alone thank you for pointing that out on another platform great not a yeah and account. i <laughs> i have had to resort to tinder because to no one is in sliding in my fucking dms yeah apart from apart you people from, yeah thank you <laughs> i got someone messaged me um and they went i just wanted to let you know someone's used your profile pictures and they're <laughs> pretending to be you <laughs> on tinder <laughs> and i had to reply and i went thank you so much for letting me know <laughs> It's like they think that like people who have jobs maybe in the media industry and in the public eye aren't sad and alone as well. We are probably more sad and alone than the most of you. Yeah. Like Rao, um, I think it must be really hard for people in bands because they don't want to be the weirdos that sleep around. But then also they want to be able to date and you don't want to date. For- it must be so hard. But anyway, um, what did you think to Rao's opening? Very straightforward, very like, this is, I thought it was I quite want sexy. This. Yeah. It's yeah. just the mention of the bedsheets for me. I'm like, oh. But then what if you get subtle. the crazy people who are like, oh, let's move in next week. Let's have children the week after. Let's get married. Like, dude, we've known each other a week. Please, I just made that cheesy line on Tinder because I wanted to bang. <laughs> I got so spiky because I'd been dating on Tinder for so long. Um that I got really bitter and I got really spiky because I was sick and tired of everyone on there. And so I'd send back these replies that were really shitty. And so I can imagine if someone sent me that, I'd reply and go, well, you can do your own fucking housework, but you can take me out for a drink. Like I would have got, I got to that point of like, I'm not fucking around here and I'm tired of you and I'm sick of you all. Wonderful, wonderful. You must- Poetic. I, I really wonder how you got, this sounds mean, I wonder how you how got with you your got boyfriend. boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you just walk up to him and be like, you have to date me now or you're oh. racist. <laughs> what you would you say? I, I imagine you do that. I no, imagine you'd do that. You'd be like, why I... don't you want to date me? Is it because I'm black? Is it because I'm a woman? Wow. That's, wow. A, that's a you move. That's a you move. move. No, so my oh. boyfriend actually said that when he met me, I was really prickly and had my guard up. And he said, but he could just see straight through it. And he knew it was a load of bullshit. <sighs> so he just wanted to get to know me without all my guard up bullshit. Yeah, whatever. I can drink more than the lads. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, and, and now he said, and then he says, now I'm a right soft twat. <laughs> I went too Thing far is, the other way. <laughs> if you see how Sophie acts around her boyfriend as well, <laughs> I know so I missed that. I missed that. I wanted to see it. Like Sophie's like, and then she sees her boyfriend. She's like, oh, I love you. Oh, you look so pretty. I wasn't mushy. Look at, I was... look at your hair. It's so nice. <laughs> I wasn't Alex mushy. I I wasn't mushy. She was so mushy. You was a little oh, mushy. I missed out on like, mushy. mush. Real mush. It I'm was so lovely. Depressed. It made me really Okay, happy. and another fun one um, that came up was 
I love this We chat to While She Sleeps. I, I didn't it. even think about the fact that Alex is a massive fan of While She Sleeps. And Oof. I, we were just massively stressed. And I was like, there was a moment where I went, <laughs> right, Alex, you're going to be doing this interview. And I just, I just handed Alex the mic. And, and <laughs> Alex stood there in front of the camera like a lost child. Like <laughs> her eyes went really wide. And she went, what? Just me? <laughs> no, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, okay, go, go, go. And, yeah, I could see you were just like, fuck. <laughs> I did not prepare for this. This is one of my. Like, I kept it so cool though. Didn't I keep it? You cool? kept it. You kept it mega cool. So cool. And I was like, snap. Okay, come on, shake it off. Done it. And it was great. And then it's so funny when they left. I was like, Sophie. Oh my god, that's not one of my favorite bands ever. Oh my god. Oh my god. Have they gone yet? Have they gone yet? Can I turn around? <laughs> it was great. I didn't even think about the fact it was one of your favorite bands. It's like, right, go, go, go. We've got, we've got shit to do, mate. Um, so. We asked while she sleeps as well. If you were on Tinder, what would be your best opening line? Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm such a granddad, me. Like, I, I don't... Would you be polite? I'd be very yeah. polite, yeah. I'm a very... Uh, I don't know what my opening line would be. Something really boring and normal. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say. I'm just not going to answer that because I'll just say something I regret later. Are you a yeah. gift guy? Are you a gift guy? Are you going to send a gift or would you use a sentence? Uh, yeah, probably a gift. Yeah, maybe like just. Uh, <laughs> you got so much. I'd send the Jim Carrey sellotape on face gift. <laughs> you know when he's wa- yeah. when he's waving. That's brilliant. Yeah. That- I think I'd swipe right for that, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. that be that, is that the yes that's one? Good. That's good. the good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I'm just not going to say anything. Loz, I feel like you're hiding something. Oh there. yeah. I feel no, like my sense of humour is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just going to say have something vulgar, and then I'm just going to be like, why did I say that? You've never so. listened to our podcast, have you? Because uh, I don't think it gets more vulgar than Alex Holcomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so you'll be right. You'll be right. No, still pass. Um. So while she sleeps. Didn't really give us much there. I would have thought, I would have expected a bit more charm there. From, yeah, I mean, I wanted Loz to give me the full filth, but he was very good at protecting himself. Tell you what his problem is, too pretty. Yeah. Right, he doesn't have to come up with a line. Because he's just, his line would be, have you seen my face? Yeah, so you know, (laughs) no bio needed, just look at me. Right, and there's, because there's some people who are just like, yeah, don't need to put in, don't need to put in the effort. It was sad, really. His outfit was great, though. To be fair, if I had, like, his outfits and, like, looked pretty, then he doesn't really need one, does he? But I like the granddad idea. I, l- I like a nice, polite... I love a granddad approach. Yeah, lovely. Welcoming. Makes you feel warm. Instead of sending you a nude, he sends you a meme and he's like, this reminded me of you. While she sleeps, great advice. Um, So far, if it was, like, a Tinder opening line or bio, whatever it be, I- I'm not going to lie, I would be going for Will. That line is amazing. Yeah, Will. I don't know. Well, Ral was really good. The idea of a man just getting on, you know, just with some old people things and then mentioning the beds, like the beds and the whole change the beds. And then you thought, oh, he changes the bed sheets. He's clean, but I'm going to be sleeping in that bed. Do you know what I mean? Ral didn't call it old people things. You just did that, by the way. No, but he spoke about old people things. (laughs) Like he was going on about how he likes books and things. Books and gardening. Yeah. I think I'd have to go... For the sleeps, boys, because, I mean, a gif is... I love a good meme. I love a good gif. I like a man of mystery. The Jim yeah. Carrey one with the sellotape and the smiling face, I do yeah, like that great, one. Because I'm a bit of a freak, idea. so, like, if you send me that, I'm getting the vibe that, good, you're on the same level as weird as yeah. me. Let's go. Okay, so our next question was sent into Will 
again. Ooh. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of took over his story, but we'll press play anyway. Beth says, what do you do when you hate your job, but you want to pursue your passion? The hours are killing me, and I just want to know how to be happy. Ooh, okay. I think it's a hard thing that uh, I worked a million bad jobs in my life. I worked for Domino's Pizza. I wore a pizza box costume and stood on the side of a motorway. I did Pizza Hut, and I dressed up as a green. And in Manchester, do you know what the kids used to do? They'd grab both your arms, because I was a green pepper in the suit, and my head was the stalk. <laughs> my head was the stalk, and they'd no. grab both your arms, and they'd pull you on the floor. But because you were like a tortoise, and you couldn't get back up because you had these like green leggings but you it was down to your knees the pepper so you were just rolling you around. was a rolling pepper in the middle of the motorway and the tomato would have to come rescue me <laughs> the tomato would yeah. and so the tomato would come rescue me. this is absolutely <laughs> insane and so, and so the kids would just keep doing that because they thought it was hilarious oh my god so i always thought my story about being in the pizza box dressed as the pizza box was the worst story but i think you might have beaten me <laughs> But I've done everything. I've, I've worked at like uh, numerous different so, uh, little shops, little one-stop yeah. corner stores. Been been yeah. uh, robbed there, chopped over the counter, oh stole the money. No. Like, I've done a million things. I've done so many different jobs. I sold sold stuff in the street, sold door to door. All jobs I hated to do. When I started doing Creeper, yeah. uh, I basically I, I used to do a band on the side, and I used to do crap jobs in between to support yeah. it. But when I finally finally got my break with Creeper. It was a nightmare because really because you know the music industry we're, we're all very familiar with it yeah. we're here right now yeah. and uh, the truth is there's not a lot of money in it when it for you first start yeah. out not mm -hmm. at all but they made you get the opportunity so you should be grateful for the opportunity and not the not, the, not necessarily the money that comes along with it and I know you guys can uh, like oh, relate oh, to me a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so I would get all these tour offers and I was working at a call centre and I remember Claire who used to work at the call centre she smoked like 40 a day lovely woman she'd go Will I can't give you any more days off I can't give you any more and I'd be like please Claire she'd be like I can't Will I can't do it anymore like anyway so I got let go because uh, I was basically running two jobs at the same time wow. I, was doing, I was doing my, my, my call centre job and my yeah. band yeah. and they were like at odds with each other but eventually what happened was I got a credit card, which, 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 got, which, which got me through. <laughs> which, 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 exactly, but but you, you kind of use that to get the next space. And yeah. then, then I was like, well, and then we got signed to a record label, and we got wow. an advance for that. And I was like, still tough because it's not a lot of money. Yeah. But like, you slowly do it. You have to, if you really want to get out of that 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 bubble. For me, all yeah. I can say is my experience, is I had to work so hard. Yeah. Like, and people don't realize that. People don't realize how hard it is to do the stuff you guys do. That's the thing, because all they see is the curated version of that you that I put out or that you guys put out online. They think, oh, that must be successful and that must be must yeah. be easy, but it's not. Like because to to get there, you have to really hustle and and do two things at the same time. I think that's why there's a lot of mutual respect for people who like for for, for us, I, 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 you know, people who we work in that sort of industry. But I think that like yeah, I, I can completely relate to the person asking that question. I hated my job. I yeah. never wanted to do it in the first place. Always wanted to do something creative and work in, in a creative industry. But you have to find your segue there. So working two jobs sometimes is the only way. Yeah, it's true. You, you make, it makes you makes you want to die sometimes. Yeah. But like, uh, but but you, you get through it, and, and when you finally do, uh, it's the best thing in the world. It's changed my whole wow. life. Wow, that was a Big, lot. That was a lot. Um, but also. Did Will Gold just tell people to get into masses of credit card debt to chase yep, their... that because happened. I'm, I'm just going to say, that's really bad advice. Um, and this is coming from our podcast, who give bad <laughs> advice. So I'd just like to say, if you're considering trying to get ahead in a creative career, do not get a credit card to try and get ahead. No, don't do don't it. Do coming that. from someone that has done that and is still paying it off, it's just not fun. <laughs> don't, don't do, do that. Don't, don't do, do that. It. 
stay away from credit cards stay away from debt as much as you can um only ever do it if you're absolutely desperate or know that you can pay it back yes aside from that though that was that was an interesting story because i just love to this i love the idea of you in a fucking costume getting thrown on the floor (laughs) it's so funny that's how my life started Oh. This is how my life started. And it was, it was, yeah, it was, you had to wear like, you know, like um, the morph suits. Yeah. yeah. So you had to wear like a, a green lycra morph suit with either tomato or a red pepper over the top with your head in the stalk and just your like little legs and arms hanging out. you got any pictures? Out. Can we turn it into no, a meme? No, I've not got pictures. Sophie, I have a question. You know how we're friends and we're at this level now where I could joke about something that was traumatic for you but you could laugh along with me because we're friends, right? I'm just establishing this for listeners. No, that's not a thing, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Would you you say that you... I can't say it. I can't. Stop. Would you say that... Would you say that that job gave you pizza TSD? (laughs) That's terrible. Please stop. That was terrible. That was bad. That was bad. Do you know what? I was an arsehole. I was an arsehole manager at... um, because I took the job really seriously, as you can imagine, as I do on this podcast. You're like, you become bossy and take things seriously? Never. Never. Um, <laughs> so I was just a manager who was always like, um, I think you'll find you've not put the two inches between each piece of pepperoni that's supposed to be there. Um, and yeah, I was... I played Stop by the it. Rules. That's awful. Yeah, I was a fucking right. arsehole. You were the worst. I, I took it seriously. It, it doesn't pizza. matter whether I'm whether i'm working on radio or whether i'm mopping floors i will work just as hard and focus on each of them so people that dicked around and tried to steal other people's tips and all that i wasn't i wasn't here for that sophie i've actually got pizza hut pizza downstairs is that gonna give you ptsd pizza's not like it used to be it used to be so because in the u.s as well it's like a takeaway thing but in the uk especially it's less so now but especially like around um even 10 years ago it was it's a restaurant it's a nice restaurant that you go to a decent pizza we had like deep dish and pizza hut um i'm talking before you guys' time um so yeah will gold i was probably in nappies probably probably not even born but let's not talk about that um will gold as well um he i think gave some good points about how sometimes getting ahead creatively sucks yeah and you have to do many many jobs and we've all done it yep it hit hard for me like it hits it's just yeah it was a lot and i'm like you know you just know something like it is tough it's really tough being creative because there's no money and you have to like just work your ass off so hard to the point where you feel like is this even the right thing for me anymore and it was actually for me it was quite refreshing hearing someone else say it to me Mm. yeah yeah it was nice do you know for me in the creative industry in general the one thing I've found has really helped is realising even people at the top feel the same way I do because I always yeah. like to compare myself and say well why am I not as far as this person but I've slowly begun to realise as I've put myself around more creative people we're all miserable <laughs> even the people at the top <laughs> what I've learnt is that I'm an anomaly getting to where and having been in it as long as I have because now all of my peers who are around the same age as me and are in similar positions all have rich fucking parents who have bankrolled them through most of their career whilst yep. I did everything without a penny. One, even one penny. Started from, my from the bottom, now we're now here. We're here. Mm. Uh, yes. Started from the bottom, now my whole podcast motherfucking here. Are you ready? Okay, so um, <laughs> more advice coming your way this time. 
It was a question for Rao, our favourite again. More advice. The next one is from Helen and she says, I'm really trying to make it as a musician, but it just seems so hopeless. What advice can you give me? Oh, Helen. Helen, um, it is hopeless. It's so, so (laughs) difficult. Like, first of all, I don't want to like, you know, you get so many people just answer that with like, uh, I don't know, just, oh, you can do anything. You can be anything you want to be. And there's some truth to that but there's also a lot of well no you have to have an immense amount of luck yeah you have to be stupidly driven to the point that you will um actually ruin other parts of your life yes Um, yeah yeah (laughs) so that it's it's yeah it's incredibly hard all i would say is um it's a bit cliche but like don't try and fit in don't try and copy anyone else like that i mean it worked for us like you just explore find stuff that you enjoy incorporate it mix it up change it about see what you can like i think one of the best things about humanity is our creativity our experimentation um our curiosity so if you can like encapsulate that in music then at least then you'll be doing something that's interesting and then you may get no noticed more um but yeah it's it's really difficult and i am immensely lucky and most people who like get anywhere never talk about the luck <laughs> they're all That's like oh so yeah we worked so hard yeah. we deserve this it's like there's also an immense amount of luck like, that was so, yeah. so honest and wasn't wholesome it? that really <laughs> made my heart warm i kind of want you to do this as a thing now yeah hell yeah and just like yeah. have like be barefoot about <laughs> the barefoot agony and let's go into the woods yeah and, yeah. Like, uh, yeah podcast about yeah i felt what um i felt a lot of what Rao said in that yeah. advo- uh, in that advice to yeah. helen yeah, it, it's it, it's it's been lovely. Like how honest these people have been. Like as Raul said, it could be so easy just to be like, "Yeah, it's fine. Like it'll come eventually." I love that he was just like, "Actually, I've just been really lucky, and I've ruined yeah. other parts of my life." And that was really honest, and I just really appreciated that. I felt that in my in my gut. That's why it's, I love him. He's just so real. He's so real, and you can hear me going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah,", yeah, yeah really yeah. keenly, um, because. It's true. It's like I wasn't able to hold down um, a relationship for a long time doing mm-hmm. this career. Um, I haven't had kids. I've never been married. I'm now never going to have kids because it's it's um, at a point where it's not going to happen. And I gave up all of these things. I gave up saving up money. I gave up progressing in my career in in other industries where I could have earned more money and probably been in management by now yeah. i gave up all of these things for to be creative and i think people assume that being creative is like super well paid no nope. and we go <laughs> around know. like motley crew but you're just you're broke you're freelance so it's not like you've even got a pension um and it's really hard so to do it you have to be so committed that that's what you want not only so, that, yeah. but you just have to love it. Like I'm yeah. never, I never, I'm so, bro. I I have to work part time jobs. Even massive companies I work for, and this is nothing against them. They don't pay me much. It's so much hustle, but I love it. I love yeah. the worst parts yeah. about it. And I think if you're gonna get into music, don't just do it for the money because <laughs> there's no money. Do it because you no love money. It. Do it. Yeah, there's yeah. No but money. Watch, watch your like, watch your mental health as well. Like it's a lot. And like for me, like I work full time as well just to pay my bills. Because again, with the credit cards, don't do that, kids, to try and get ahead. Because you're gonna have to pay that off. Um, and it's a lot. Like I do find it a lot sometimes. But it gave me like 
a lot of reassurance that you know other people have that as well and it shouldn't stop you from loving it don't let working a lot affect how much you love what you do I could have been like I could have done a normal job I literally could have I could have gone to university and done a normal job or I could have been like a a, what is it a blue collar white collar journalist and just done like normal normal journalism been in a news station right now and been sat in front of the tv like here's the six o'clock news which would have paid me a lot more but I don't want to because I don't think I'd be the person I am today if I wasn't doing this podcast and if I didn't meet the people that I'd met through doing rock and metal journalism so you guys stick to it even if it just seems hopeless there'll be so there'll be so many cool things that come from it you'll meet the most amazing people in your entire life it's really like a pension plan though yeah pension would be ideal maybe we'll just die of uh, stress before then we don't need a pension if we're dead you are turning into yasmin that was very Um, yasmin wasn't it that was so (laughs) yasmin that was so yasmin um okay so our last piece of advice that was given um was from our very very good friends in i say very very good friends um we chatted to them once so we were black and now Uh, we're like we wish that we were friends yeah. our besties the next one from Lauren says I have a crush on someone I think we might be friends but we've only met once I know we're going to three of the same gigs in the next few months do you think it's worth telling them that I like them absolutely <laughs> on the evening of the second gig precisely precisely before the just before the headline band kicks in is there a reason or for that if you both got a favourite song before that because oh, yeah. it's romantic but also you've broken the ice of the first gig so you don't want to dive in too too uh, too keen but you know what if they say it. no though and if you say no say well I'll put it out there you're lost bitch keep your head up keep your head up high <laughs> I, <laughs> no reference to a female whichever way that goes I, uh, <laughs> yeah I think get it done you'll regret it if you don't okay very, wholesome very really wholesome. wholesome okay so what we plug in quick give us some plugs plugs Anything we've got coming up, can well, like just anything that I will, like I don't even have plugs. Like, <laughs> you were thinking about plugs. Don't even, don't even try. Let's let's not try and cover this. What podcast are we on here? Like, well, <laughs> welcome to We Were Black. Hi. <laughs> so, anything to plug, like oh. your podcast, uh, like stuff that's happening with the band. We do yeah. this thing called Sleep Society. It's the name of the record, but it's also the way the band survives. And if you want to contribute to us continuing and making music and doing all this kind of shit uh, we have this cool thing called Sleep Society we run it through Patreon um, and we give away way too much cool information for a very nice price and we kill ourselves to make as much cool shit as possible uh, we've got a podcast on there Loz has got a podcast as well called Throat Podcast I just think it's been the time to start a podcast but um, I've had so much trouble with my throat I also have a podcast called Throat Podcast and I just talk to front men about their experiences with vocals right. and we chat about all things vocal you hear that Alex it's not what you were thinking no the, I was like oh that's just, good <laughs> there we go the, there we go um, cool. the awesome thing about the Sleep Society though as well as it's a, a cool model for us and finding our sustainability and trying to find balance within the music industry I feel like it's about um, our children's children and making a way in this industry for for it not to be the case of like steer clear of that industry it sucks and be a way that it can move forward and, and, and counterbalance everything that's going on yeah. so yeah it's, really it's been beautiful. amazing for us and, and it's really cool that we've had that to work on during this crazy time so yeah it's, it's amazing it's for us to be like the like 13 year old me who was like pegging people in the fucking hallway at school being like do you want to have band practice and try something like 
you want to be like, it's a totally legit thing. Like, yeah, you could be in a band for a living. That's a cool dream that could be a reality, but kind of it could be easy to be like, yeah, it took us fucking 15 years before we could move out and shit. Do you know what I mean? So like creating something that we could be like, sell it as like a more of a legit career path. That's a big thing for us. And just to kind of like, we've just, we've just been off for 15 months and our connection and our like, our community with our audience is stronger than ever in a time where we've literally not been able to do shows which that's such a cool thing that the doing sleep site is kind of brought on so i'm just gonna say um i feel embarrassed now so don't listen to we wear black um unless you want to know <laughs> whether <laughs> whether whether anal is kinky or not do you know what i mean so oh, we've there we go too that's, serious for the podcast oh, sorry sorry no, guys no, no, you've just you've just put us to shame like yeah. you're making a difference in the world there's me talking about my sex experiences yeah you can't make a difference without having a laugh a long way though can you <laughs> yeah. there we go there we go wow she sleeps that. i love that so much they're so sassy they are them. so sassy and um yes yeah, so the advice that they were given about asking out i think <laughs> your lost bitch was like i was like oh i wish yasmin was here that line is written for you yeah <laughs> it is it could I have been like, written by you fine yeah. then i'm sexy i'll go suck my own titties <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> but yeah great guys and um quite good advice that really good advice really, really sorry, advice. good advice precise advice it's as very well. precise wasn't yeah, it very precise that. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed chatting with them. I think they'd be a really funny band. I think if we got them on the podcast, I think they'd be really... I think... I get the feeling with that band that they're so scared... All bands are so scared of being cancelled at the moment. And I feel like we were seeing just the top of their personalities. Oh, like yeah. The top oh, level. Yeah. 100%. It's not their fault. They've been trained to be like that. They've been trained. Yeah. That's how, how the media industry is. But I just want to get underneath their skin because everyone's trying to cancel everyone all the time but i feel like they would actually be just as raucous as we are oh, oh yeah so it'd be raucous. so much fun um so that was all the advice that we got from download festival but what we're also gonna be doing from download festival is stories of some of your favorite songs so um some of the classics um and probably just talking about it a lot so there that's it that'll what be another episode yeah. we're gonna that'll milk this episode. cow dry <laughs> until tomorrow yes so, I wasn't even there and I'm excited for it <laughs> words of wisdom um, my words of wisdom for today are going to be look after yourself I'm just going to say that again my words of wisdom for today are going to be look after yourself because the one thing we saw at download festival and we saw with you, Yasmin, and with all the bands, with what they were saying, it was just all about self-compassion, really, mm. deep down, yeah. and being your number one fan and giving yourself a chance. Yeah. Have I gone too hippie? It's because of the whole term. Get your incensed yeah. Just love yourself, bro. So Take care of yourself, bro. With Bambi. La, I've la, got la. into that level of TikTok, by the way, of some like, I've got into some weird millennial alternative hippie TikTok where... People dress up as elves and fairies. I don't know how I got there. I'm still on lesbian TikTok. You were on Cottage Corner TikTok. Oh my God. I love it. I am oh. deep in lesbian TikTok as well. Apparently, so I get so many videos that are just like, you know why you're watching this if you're straight? It's because you're not straight. And I'm just like, yeah, fair. You are fucking hot. Yeah. And I was like, to be fair, you are swinging me now, to be honest. So there are, are There are women on TikTok that I would delete my boyfriend for. 
That was so Gen Z, Sophie. I'm so proud. That wasn't Gen Z enough for me. Uh, there is, wi- There are women on TikTok. There are legitimate women on TikTok. I would let run me over with a bus. Okay, there you go. Spit I'd on me. Suck on my mummy milk makers. Yeah, yes. Gen Z. Yeah, you have go, the yeah. mummy milkers. You have oh, the mummy God. milkers. Um, and, but yeah, there are some quaking milkers. Some of those stud women that do the whole lip thing. My words of wisdom are going to be... Hang on, I'm trying to. I can't. I can't give. I can't give one to full advice like Raoul and Take Will. Take wellies to the fucking festival. I did. Amount. I did. Yeah. I've done the whole yeah. welly thing. That was good. Um, I'm gonna say, keep going, even though it does feel hard now. Know the reality of your situation, and you will get through it if Aww. you see things. You know, think of the long road, not the little hurdle you're at at the moment. That was. Beautiful. I thought you were gonna say. My advice is never go to a festival with Sophie. Never go, <laughs> never be friends with Sophie K ever. Block her. <laughs> Block her on all platforms now. <laughs> on all platforms. She like bled me dry. She was slave <laughs> drove. So I was like, this is how I work at festivals, Alex. This I was isn't. Like, ah. she, she was, I had a drink. I had a drink. And Sophie was like, you're drinking on the job. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is the aesthetic. And Sophie we was like, we do not <gasps> have fun. <laughs> I would have just like looked you in the eye and gone no, and then walked I'm, off. To be honest, I'm almost glad that both of you weren't there together because oh. I think it would have been like herding cats all day, <laughs> and I would have turned into a full, full mum. So great. I was like, I I'm there, uh, two pints deep, and this is my uh, other drink. So I'm gonna go do work now, but I will have me a drink with me. Like Alex mm. looked harassed. <laughs> like her eyes looked harassed i can imagine all the journalists in the press area just being really chill and then all you can see it just pans to you going alex make sure you do and then do this and then no no, no. just stop. smile with your eyes but no then also make sure you're standing this way because we and can't stop see and light. stop and stop too much too much too much yeah carry on carry on and go yeah it's great <laughs> What's your words of wisdom, Yasmin? I'm going to give some actual <laughs> words of wisdom today. Um, oh. You're not invincible. You're not invincible. Oh, lovely. No matter good. who you are, no matter mm-hmm. what age you are, no matter just who you are, you're not invincible. No matter how good that tattoo looks, go on, yeah. No matter how fat <laughs> how and juicy sexy your tits you are. <laughs> no matter how humongous they are. You're not invincible and you shouldn't push yourself because I did that and it just made me feel more sick. And sometimes you do need to take time out and take care of yourself, like Sophie said, because even if you're young, fuck me, COVID doesn't care. It'll come for you in the middle of the night and kill your whole family. No, um, but seriously, take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, take care of yourself. Okay, so if you want to follow us, um, I am at I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram, at I am Sophie KX on TikTok, and to email us is wewearblackpod at gmail.com. Yes, I am at Yasmin Suman on Instagram and at Yasmin Suman X on Twitter and TikTok. I'm at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter and at Alex Plays Punk on TikTok. And you can follow us at, at We Were Black Pod on Instagram oh, and yeah. Twitter. Yeah, God, no yeah, fucking. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about our own Instagram, guys. Fuck me. Yeah, Self love yeah. first, guys. Self love. <laughs> <laughs> you were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week. <laughs>